You're listening to the Behind the Scenes Podcast Diary, episode number 20. Welcome to Amelia's Behind the Scenes Podcast Diary, an exclusive look at the behind the scenes misadventures of a 30-something thriller writer. Discover how close she is to releasing her latest novel, hear exciting details about upcoming writing projects, and discover the lessons she has learned along her writing journey so you don't have to make the same mistakes. You can find the episode show notes and lots more information at ameliahay.com forward slash podcast forward slash BTS. writers coming up in the show I will discuss how I hired a line editor and a proofreader for my thriller novella Missing and my plans for book two and I've made progress with writing a short story which I intend to use as a lead magnet to build a mailing list but first a short travel update. currently in San Francisco working from the Palace Hotel. The next few episodes of the Behind the Scenes podcast diary will be filmed and recorded in this location. So if you're watching this on my YouTube channel, I apologise in advance for the lack of variety in the setting for the next few videos. On Friday, Roland and I flew premium economy with British Airways, and I do think the price difference between economy and premium economy is worth it, especially for a longer flight. The flight from London to San Francisco was about 10 hours. I'm not saying it flew by, but I think the seats and the extra legroom made all the difference. Now that I've said that, I do want to point out that I'm actually 5'1", so I probably don't need a ton of legroom. And for those of you who have embraced the metric system, I'm about 156 centimetres. Considering that's how short I am, saying I, there was extra legroom, yeah, so there was it's sort of, I sort of feel like it's almost redundant. Whereas my husband, Roland, I think he's about 170 centimetres, so he's a little bit taller than me, but so I think he probably appreciated the leg room, but we're not the most tallest people in the world. I sort of found towards the end of the flight, my legs weren't getting cramped and there was a lot of extra storage. It was actually quite a fun flight. And I think we got, I think it, it wasn't champagne, it was sparkling wine. I think it may have been sparkling Italian wine and it was quite nice. So it was a pretty good experience. So how did I find and hire my editor? First, I had to decide what type of editing I needed. After much deliberation, I decided to go with a line edit and a proofread. So I enlisted the help of the Google search engine and over a series of months, I found a list of editors that I was going to contact. In the final hour, I was listening to podcasts on writing and self-publishing, one host mentioned an editor they still use and recommend others. I went on to listen to interviews with this editor and I was sold. Based on the interview, I realised that I would get the editing experience I desired this particular editor. The last thing I wanted was for an editor to make changes and send the manuscript back to me. Through the editing phase, I wanted to learn from my mistakes. I wanted an editor that would use track changes and send me a report of suggested changes. So I guess the best tip that I can give you for hiring an editor is to know what you want from the editing experience. The 
next step in the process was to contact the editor. In the email I sent, I mentioned where I was at in the revision phase, my writing experience, the genre of my book, inquired about the editor's availability and asked for a quote. The reason for sharing this was I wanted to set expectations and help the editor figure out whether they wanted to take me on as a client. Upon the request of the editor, I ended up sending the whole manuscript via email. Not every editor will do this. Some editors will only ask for a few chapters or a certain amount of words. In my original email, I did mention my deadline for publishing. However, because I wanted to work with this particular editor, I chose to be flexible with the date and worked within the editor's calendar. On top of this, I don't have a fan base waiting for my next book. That would be nice. This is my first book, so I can afford to be a little flexible. I received an email from the editor I wanted to commission who suggested the option of an in-depth edit for the first three chapters. Upon receiving this report, I will go through the rest of missing and make changes based on the detailed report and recommendations from the in-depth edit. After these changes are made, I will send the manuscript back to the editor for a second round of edits. This is an excellent option for me because I didn't want an editor to make changes in my manuscript. I wanted to learn and grow as a writer. It turns out that this editor is an excellent fit for me. So in light of this, I stopped working on Missing for now. decided to move on and start another round of self-edits for book two, which is tentatively titled Silence. Since the first round of revisions, I added three extra scenes to the end of the story, which I need to write before I start the second round of self-edits. This story needs a focus on character motivation, getting clear on the crime, the whodunit, and why. This story will need more plot-based rewrites than missing and immunity because of the rushed decisions I made during a NaNoWriMo back in 2016. There is a part of me that regrets not giving more time to flesh out the motivations behind the crime. I would like to point out, while I did outline the story and develop the cast of characters, I didn't go through and revise the outline before I started drafting. This was a super fun lesson to learn. So take it from me, don't miss this step of going back and editing your outline. There is also one more change that I need to make and this change will affect quite a few scenes in the story. After a long weekend research trip to Oxford during the early autumn months of 2018, which is where the book is set, I've decided to change a few of the settings in the story. Due to this change, I will need to make minor rewrites to a few of the scenes. But this change will not take as long as you think because I do reuse my settings and I just go use one particular setting and never go back there. There are Because it's a crime thriller, James does go back to locations again and again to investigate whatever's going wrong. And because the scenes are reused and it's a smaller novel, it's not going to take as long. And these rewrites, surprisingly, this type of rewrite, because I've done this with Missing, I've changed a few settings and when I wrote the first draft of Missing, I tried to fast draft it because I really struggled to write it because I was editing at the same time and it sort of, it really, because I was editing at the same time because I wanted to share it on my blog and it's, it really put me off. Maybe not put me off, it's not quite the right word. It made me super insecure about my writing because I wasn't 
loving the story like I usually would. It wasn't the story. It was more I was trying to be creative, but I had my analytical mind on at the same time. And it was just a struggle. And as a result, I procrastinated a lot. So I decided that I was going to flesh out these settings a little more in the second draft. So when I went and did this, because I also had to make sure that continuity, again, I reused settings because it's a novella. And I had to go make sure that for continuity purposes that the settings were the same. I didn't change anything because there were only maybe hours or days between them being there the first time the characters coming back again. So I had to make sure that everything was right. Because these weren't seen these weren't settings where there were public access and things can be moved and it would make sense. So I had to go through and make those changes and surprisingly it doesn't take too long. On Thursday afternoon of last week, I fleshed out an idea I had for a short story within the James Lalonde universe. Just a side note, I plan on using this short story as a lead magnet to build a mailing list and fan base. I aim to start building an email list of readers before I hit publish with this story. While I was waiting for Roland in the foyer of his work building, I fleshed out how the crime occurred in real time. After this, I got clear on the opening scene of the story, and as a result, I started to flesh out a basic outline for the story. As a result of taking all of these steps, I've come up with a title the short story as well and that title is The Lawn. Yeah so I have a short outline. I'm not sure if I want to outline every inch of the story or whether I want to try and sort of be a little bit loose and less structured with my outline and just tell the story that I want to tell and not be so much of a control freak that I've been Sorry, I'm not really articulating this correctly, am I? I'm tempted to leave the basic outline and not be such a control freak and really flesh out the outline into greater detail and just tell the story that I want to tell and almost discover it as I write it to see if I'm actually if I actually write better that way. Although I'm actually comparing a short story to novellas and novels that I've written. So a short story is definitely it's different to a novel and a novella and it's not just the size it's you have to start with a huge moment or build up to a huge moment and end on it but still give it an, an ending I'm guessing this is going to be difficult So in light of all of these updates, what are my plans for next week? The first is write the final three scenes of silence, start ironing out the plot and character motivation issues for silence as well, continue to flesh out the outline for the short story and create a cast of characters. And if I have time, start writing the first draft of the story. On top of all of this, I want to continue writing the weekly writing tip emails. Yes, I went back to writing weekly emails even after considering it changing the email to once a month. Next week, I'll let you know about my progress on writing the short story and my revisions for book two, and whether I will hire a professional editor for my short story, and I'll share some pictures from my USA trip. But thanks for listening, and happy reading and writing, everybody. Thank you for listening to Amelia's Behind the Scenes Podcast Diary. If you love this episode, then hit the subscribe button and leave a review on your favorite podcasting app. I'm your host, Amelia, and I'll see you next week for another diary episode.